Welcome to Denver Sports Tonight. Taking a look at the biggest stories in Denver sports. From your online home for the best opinions and information on the Broncos, Nuggets, Avalanche, Rockies, and more. DenverSports.com. Good evening, Colorado and the Rocky Mountain Mile High region. What is up? It is the regular season of the National Football League. The Colorado Buffaloes have shocked the world and are ranked in the top 25 after one college football game. Hell to the yeah. Welcome in Tuesday night, Denver Sports Tonight. I'm your host, Cecil Lamy, and guess what? During the regular season, guess what I'm going to do on Tuesday nights? I'm going to be right here talking with you from 6P to 7P every Tuesday. Bookmark it. Get ready to go because guess what we're talking about tonight? We're going to talk about fantasy football. Because your drafts have likely already happened. Hopefully it happened. And hopefully you didn't get Travis Kelsey'd. We're making that a verb now. Because my man James Merrillat, he had a draft that was supposed to be tonight. And due to a scheduling conflict, because you know how drafts are. Drafts are great. But I think it's the relief of actually having the draft that also adds to the benefit of actually having your draft. Because getting everyone together in one spot whether it's a sports bar, whether it's a buddy's house, whether it's at a park or whatever, like, it's usually like herding cats, right? Oh, man, I got to work, and oh, what had happened was, is my wife said this, like, no, 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 no. Got one day. I remember there's this one guy, I won't name him by name, Mark, (laughs) uh, who's like, oh, but my wife had said, hey, 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 hey. You got the opera or whatever you guys do. You got your hiking. You can go wherever. Go four-wheel in the left-hand canyon. Like, you, every other damn weekend, there's 52. Is there 52 weeks in a year? 50-some weeks in a year. 52? 52. 57. 52 weeks in a year. I get one, one flipping Saturday. You can't tell your wife, hey, honey, you know what? The guys, we're getting together. We might be, you know, drinking. Uh, cold pops, cold pops, everybody, calm down. Ice cold pops. We're going to have some fun. We're going to talk a little smack, and we're going to draft our fantasy football teams. Now, next week, we will go to Bed Bath & Beyond. Next week, we will go to the Home Depot. But this week, this Saturday, this is my draft. This is my time. I need this time. But my buddy Mark could never quite gather up the onions to just say those words, not being mean, nothing wrong, baby. You know, go out there, be happy in your relationships and work together and be a team and all these things. These are all positives. But one weekend, one weekend, one day, one Saturday, three hours, you can't even schedule that? So Lord knows when you schedule your draft, it's already like herding cats, right? It's already a problem just getting people together just to actually draft your fantasy team. So I'm a man, James Merrillat. Back to my Travis Kelsey story. His draft was supposed to be tonight. Well, you have news today that Travis Kelsey has a hyperextended knee. Get ready for Noah Gray, everybody, on Thursday against the upstart Lions. I've got some thoughts on them coming up in just a little bit. And because of a scheduling conflict, probably because someone couldn't just, hey, honey, I need a day. Honey, can you give me a day? Honey, can I have a few hours to myself? We're not down my throat. Please. Just because of that, one of James Merrillat's buddies 
move their draft up a day. James Maryland in the first round, and this must be a tight end premium league, although Travis Kelsey in a normal league PPR, points for receptions, probably a late first-round pick for most people. Maybe in Kansas City, it's one, two, three, Cancun, and everyone gets your Chiefs early. But, like, okay, James Maryland made him his first-round pick. Today, Travis Kelsey is hurt. Hyperextended knee, we don't know the extent as of yet. KJ, if there's a new update, please let me know. But either way, your fantasy drafts have likely come and gone. It is time to set your lineup, and I've even got a crystal ball for you tonight because I'm going to be able to tell you after Sunday's action. Now, we've got, of course, the Chiefs and the Lions coming up on Thursday night football. That's going to be a wild one. And the Lions are going to get their ass kicked, okay? There's no question about it. There's no doubt about it, even without Travis Kelsey. Listen, Lions, y'all are cute, right? And the Lions, the five Lions fans that are out there, like, they can get something done. You have to rely on Jared Goff, okay? And I I don't want to be mean, and I never want to be personal. But literally, on hard knocks, Jared Goff did not know which direction the sun came up. Y'all remember that? When the Ram, hey, Jared Goff, you're on hard knocks? Yeah, I think they were in a helicopter. And he was like, oh, man, look at that sun come up. What's What direction is this? Well, there's only four, Jared. You know, you got a 25% chance of getting it right. But as they always used to tell me in the tiny school at Grover, Colorado, never eat sour wheat. Never eat sour wheat. You can't remember that? You're trying to remember plays? No wonder they got smashed in Super Bowl 35 whatever, or whatever, whatever the number was. 50, 53? 50, 53? Was it 53? 57? What is it? Why am I stuck on the 50s today? Uh, I want to say it was 50. I'm trying to think of my uh, C.J. Anderson jersey. Because I was on NFLShop.com. If there's one thing I love, it is my dear friend C.J. Anderson. And I just looked up C.J. Anderson jerseys. I celebrate his entire catalog. And I saw one of the Rams ones, and it was one of the Super Bowl ones. Of course, talks to CJ there at media night when he was with the Rams. And, of course, this after he wins Super Bowl 50. So, you know, got the 50 Broncos jersey. And I decided to get the Rams jersey. Whatever Super Bowl it was. 53? This is 53, right? Yeah. Okay. There you go. So, you know, Jared Goff, probably not the guy you want to be hanging your hat on, fantasy-wise. Jameson Williams? Y'all think Jerry Judy's a bust from Alabama? How about Jameson? And I flip and love Jamison Williams, right? Like, oh, my God, dude can't stay healthy. Dude can't stay not suspended. And what? Like, Amon Ross St. Brown, the sun god, he is the truth. Sam Laporta, the rookie tight end, he can make plays. And, and in fact, had a buddy of mine, uh, Chris, drafting this weekend and said, hey, I wanted Travis Kelsey. I couldn't get Travis Kelsey. I said, just go get Sam Laporta. Not that he's going to be as good as Kelsey. Don't give me that. But, like, once you don't get a Kelsey, once you don't get a Mark Andrews, right, once you don't get at least a Darren Waller, now you're going to be scrambling, okay? And, like, hey, what's Irv Smith going to do? Now, Chiggy Conquo is an answer, but I'll tell you this. Right now, the answer is Sam Laporta, the Lions rookie tight end. But either way, getting ahead of myself, I'll talk about Jameer Gibbs and, and the Lions coming up a little bit, talking fantasy football tonight. And because of that, a return of you, a return of your phone calls, 303-713-1043. I want to hear from you. Fantasy questions, 
303-713-1043. I will tell you what's what with your fantasy football team. Grading your draft, picking starters, 303-713-1043. Call in now. Ramaslaw.com text line is always open as well, 303-713-1043. But I'm excited, man, because football is back. And now it is time for all the calls that were made during the summer, right? And I watch the Newswire. I collect information from across the National Football League all offseason long, from the Senior Bowl and the Shrine Bowl to the Combine to Pro Days to the NFL Draft to rookie minicamps, to regular minicamp, to OTAs, to mandatory minicamp, all the way through training camp. Every single team in the league, except for New England, because they're jerks. Um, (laughs) Hey, the guys from Boston are jerks. Shocker. But either way, in collecting all this information, now it's time to go, all right, what did we learn? And now it's up to them. It's up to Javante Williams to go make plays. It's up to Cortland Sutton to go Moss Fools because he can. He's that type of player. Like, go up and get it, Court. Cortland kind of disappeared after Jerry Judy was banged up. I've been a little bit disappointed. I want to see more. I believe in Cortland Sutton. There's, you know, his explosion is back. There's nothing wrong physically with Cortland Sutton. I just know when Judy got hurt, Court didn't really, like, step up to that next part. But now it is time. Now it is time from gathering the information, from watching all this preseason, from breaking down film, from talking to people with teams. Like, this is it. It's put up or shut up time. And it reminds me of the pressure that was on Deion Sanders. But you know what Deion Sanders does is he just has pressure for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. He does not care because Deion is Deion. And for those calling it hyperbole, not to say that I was offended, (laughs) But when people were saying, you know, oh, it's time for Dion's hyperbole to be over, I want you to reset your thinking, please. Because that's not hyperbole if you can back it up. It's not an exaggeration if you can back it up. Did you not believe? So Broncos country, do you believe in Sean Payton? Do you believe in your fantasy team? (laughs) Like, do you believe in Sean Payton? And I think there is more pressure on the Denver Broncos than there was on the CU Buffs. And I'm not saying the Raiders are TCU. Hell, TCU might be able to beat the Raiders. But either way, this is a team that you haven't beat in six tries. This is a team that is a division rival. This is a team that is looking at you as a win. That has circled the calendar and said, we can open up with a road win at Empower Field at Mile High. That's what they've done. So for all this hubris that Broncos fans may have, I don't know why, but if you do, you also have to know, like, the Vegas Raiders are not afraid of you. So go out there and put the fear of God in them. Go out there and put the fear of Sean Payton in them. Go out there and put the fear of Zach Allen in them. Go out there and put the fear of Jonathan Cooper in them. Go out there and put the fear of Justin Simmons, Pat Sertan, in this matchup against Devontae Adams. What are you doing with Devontae Adams in your fantasy team? What are you doing with that? Again, we've got all the uh, fantasy questions, all the fantasy answers for you at 303-713-1043. Bruce opens up tonight's program with a question. Bruce, good evening. Welcome to the show. Hi, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> I appreciate it, Bruce. I ask you. Um, 
picked last night, draft, got me uh, T-Law, I got Chubb, I got Olave, I got Riddler, I uh, got uh, Pollard. Did I do good? Yeah, yeah. That's well, what I, mean, I really want to know. Well, I mean, if you're getting Chubb, he's the best back in football. If you're getting Pollard, at least it's not Madison. I've got some thoughts on Alexander Madison in Minnesota. Tony Pollard has been better than Zeke Elliott for like three years. Now it's his show. It's all his show. Deuce Vaughn will get in there a little bit as well. But if you just tell me that start, plus the Ridley thing, people don't realize the impact that Calvin Ridley is going to have on the Jacksonville Jaguars and on Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson, who I can't say is a friend of mine, but I'm friendly enough with Doug. He is ready to take the top off, and Trevor Lawrence is ready to take that next step. So I'm just looking at your team overall, Bruce, and, like, that's a fantastic group of starters. So what's your bench look like? What else you got? Oh, I got uh, DJ Moore. I've got um, – oh, I'd have to – I'd have to look it up and put you on hold. I okay. don't want to do that to you. All right, but Bruce. I got some good ones. I, I think I, I think I've done good. But are you saying that I should uh, should I bet a little more against my uh, other teammates? Uh, I I think that you should trot out DJ Moore. Honestly, anyway, Bruce, I appreciate you. I'm going to put you on hold now. Three zero three seven one three one zero four three. Appreciate everyone for calling. And you want me to rate your team? You want me to help set your fantasy lineup? It's three zero three seven one three one zero four three. You are back. You are back on these airwaves. I love sports talk radio. Like, I, I loves it. I love it. And uh, back in the day, as a former clone, me and Zach By, former clones, it was Cecil in Denver, and it was Zach in Schenectady. But when we were dominating the airwaves on Jim Rome, Romy would always say, less of you and more of me is a good thing. And I would get offended. And I'd be like, come on, Rome, I got a great point about Sebastian Janikowski. And then I would get run and I'd get buzzed, but I might get a huge call of the day. But either way, listen, I think sports talk radio is about callers. It's about the interaction. Yeah, it's about opinions. Yeah, it's about fun. It should mainly be about fun and information and well-informed opinions. But damn it. Open the phone lines, everybody. I'm on Tuesdays now, 6 to 7. And you know what I'm doing every Tuesday? I'm opening the phone lines. Now, we're talking fantasy football, but I'm still opening them. 303-713-1043. It is a dialogue, not a monologue. And my man Soup is up next. Soup! Let me get a boomer. Sooner! What is up, brother man? When are we going to go have some cold pops? Let's do this thing, man. Hey, man. You know the number. Let's get this done. All right. Hey, uh, and not to get, uh, I just want to give a shout out real quick to, uh, my best buddy from uh, high school. Just found out he passed away yesterday. So, um, rest in peace, Alex Schneid. I love you, man. I miss you, brother. And, um, you know, not to go too Sigmund Bloom, but, uh, you know, it's nice to have fantasy football to kind of distract you from some of the other things going on in life sometimes, you know? I hear you, Soup, man. And I'm sending those positive vibes your way as well. Appreciate you, brother. Um, my question here is, uh, this this uh, cascading fall of uh, of Cooper Cup in these drafts, right? Right. You know, there's there's all this concern with uh, I think it's a hammy, and um, you know if if uh, L A is just really bad, are they really going to play him late in the season when we get into fantasy playoffs? So right. my question for you is, what is the sweet spot where you know you're not taking him too early, but uh, you see some value in in snagging him? Um, in the draft. Yeah, and it's all about windows soup. I know you've heard me talk about it, usually with Sigmund on the Audible, but, like, it's about windows. So with Cup's window, it's actually way better that it's early rather than late. And I understand what you're saying. Like, the Rams stink, and they'll be out of it, and they won't play him late. 
what if he's not ready until like week five, you know, week eight, whatever the number is. So when I look at drafts and I look at the sweet spot, you're talking about a first round pick. You're talking about, uh, you know, a top five fantasy receiver if he was healthy. Well, can you get that for a window? And can that window be later in the season? I would much rather have the situation. I watched Cooper Cup when he was at the joint practices with the Broncos. And what had happened was, is like he was out there for the first time in training camp. I got to see him. And he was going against Pat Sertan and he was winning against Pat Sertan. Hammies can linger, give him a month. But I'm talking like you get to rounds five. I've seen him last till six, seven, eight. I mean, that's just stupid, right? Like, And I've been in, quote, unquote, expert league. What is an expert? Where he's falling this far. And I'm like, that's just dumb. Like, you get that much. You get an instant set it and forget it. Wide receiver one. Plug and play. Don't, don't even think about it with Cooper Cup. And you get him at that value. Like, you're taking him in the first couple, three, four rounds. Yes, that's that's a bit too much based on what we don't yet really know. But I, I synced it. I saw him. And I saw him against Pat Sertan, and I saw him in the very first day that he was able to practice. And he was great. And then he got banged up. So I have confidence that when he's back, he'll be great once again. Soup, it's always great talking to you, brother. I will hit you up for those cold pops. It is 303-713-1043. Lines are full. KJ, we ain't done this in a minute, man. Man, it's been a minute. You know what I mean? It feels good. It feels good. Because all all I do is ask for the phone calls, and all you guys show up. Because that's what it's about. I don't want to turn this into a rally or start preaching on the air, but, like, sports talk radio is about the interaction. It's not just about, I could talk all day. I could talk for an hour, go home, show's great, whatever. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you've got to say. What's going on in your world? What about the fantasy questions? Like, what about the Broncos questions? Like, that's what it's about. So I love hearing from you guys. Michael is up next on line three. Michael, good evening. Welcome. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, Michael, what's up, man? Hey, I had a couple questions. So I am having trouble at my tight end spot. Trying mm-hmm. to think of, I'm thinking of putting in uh, Patty Firemuthin or uh, I think it's Jawan Johnson. Yeah, wow. You must, how, what, what size is your league? Like, you must be a pretty deep league if you're going to Jawan Johnson 12. levels. 12 teams, you said? 12, man. Okay. Okay. Well, that sounds about that sounds about right. And then uh, I wanted to see your thoughts on uh, um, Bijan Robinson. Yeah, uh, I'll start there with Bijan and Michael. I appreciate that phone call. It's three zero three seven one three one zero four three. Bijan is the truth. I've stood on the table for Bijan Robinson. I had said to friends in fantasy drafts, and, and God bless you all. I should have I should have done this sooner in terms of talking about fantasy football on these airwaves. Um, it's kind of a sore subject with me, so I'll leave that alone. But, like, Bijan Robinson, if he was your number one pick, he would pay off at that level. We are talking about a superstar at this level. We're talking about a division that's pretty much terrible. Who's going to come out of that division? Like, seriously, who's going to we're going to see Bryce Young and the Panthers put up a fight? And then, hey, Dennis Allen and the Saints? Like, oh, Atlanta? And listen, I I go back and forth with my man, Zach By about Desmond Ritter. But the word is, and I'm close to that staff, the front office, they they tell me, they tell me Desmond Ritter's going to prove everybody wrong. Okay, I don't believe in Desmond Ritter. I don't believe in Desmond Ritter under pressure. I'll tell you who I do believe in, Kyle Pitts. 
I'll tell you who I do believe in, Drake London. I tell you who I do believe in, Bijan Robinson. He's he's the new Christian McCaffrey. I mean, there's just nothing more that I could say about that, as I sound like Forrest Gump, but like that's all I have to say about that. Bijan Robinson, draft him, start him every week, don't even think about it. The kid is a superstar, bona fide superstar running back, and we don't, even with the great backs, even when I have Javante Williams as my number one back over Najee Harris, and I remember seeing Najee at the Senior Bowl that year. He didn't participate. He was hurt, but like he was still there, and he's like huge, like just a mountain of a man. Najee Harris, fantastic back. Bijan is just different. This is a different level of back. I'll get to Jameer Gibbs in just a little bit. And I knew I knew the Lions were going to take Gibbs. I'll, I'll get to him in a little bit. But Bijan is the truth. As far as tight end goes, man, you're up against it. That's where I would look and try to play like a weekly game. You could go with Juwan Johnson. There's nothing wrong with that necessarily. It is deeper league, but Noah Gray would be out there. And he's the guy filling in for the Chiefs. So if you can scoop in... Kind of a jock block. i got to clean it up for radio. Jock block, the Travis Kelsey owner. Then you can go ahead and grab like a Noah Gray. Saw Noah Gray at the Senior Bowl, as a matter of fact. And he's, you know, good good all-around tight end. And the, nobody's Kelsey, okay? Nobody's, nobody should be expecting the Travis Kelsey type of numbers. Uh, but look to there. I'm assuming Sam Laporta's already gone. I'm assuming Dalton Kincaid's already gone. I would look at Trey McBride. I know Arizona's kind of a train wreck. Um but I would look at McBride there. Zach Ertz is kicking around, but he's not going to be available and ready. And, you know, do you believe in Clayton, too, and everybody? But either way, like, Trey McBride can be a security blanket. We know him from a CSU day. So you do have some options. They're not, you know, maybe the sexy options, but it's tied in. When stuff dries up, it's just it's dried up, man. It's dried up. Michael, I appreciate that phone call. Let's go to Andy on line four. Andy, good evening. Welcome to the show. How's it going, Andy? Hey, Cecil, thanks for having me on. Um, guess, uh, can you if you could create my fantasy team? So, particularly with, like, David Njoku, um, okay. just wondering, like, what his production, like, his value could be this year. I felt pretty confident in picking him up for my team, but um, guess kind of your thoughts on, on the player. Yeah, well, and that's, again, a tight end. Like, you have a stud if he can stay healthy. And if they're yeah. smart enough to use him in the way that they could. And Joku is one of those guys, and he's always been kicking around the league, is like, he could do more. He could do more. It was like an Irv Smith or even TJ Hawkinson. Like, when TJ Hawkinson was with the Lions and like, what are you doing? You're ruining this first-round pick. He goes to Minnesota in half a year, and is like a top-five tight end from fancy. I think he was number seven on the year. But either way, like, with Njoku, I feel the same way. Like, the talent's there. It's like a Hawkinson. Like, you just... Come on, use him more, use him more, use him more. Especially in the red zone, that's where a guy like Njoku can come through. So as a tight end, you could do a lot worse, a lot worse. So I, I personally am a fan of David Njoku, so I like what you did there, Andy. All right, thanks. All right, there's Andy calling in. You've got a fantasy question. It's 303-713-1043. It feels good. It feels so good to talk fantasy football with you. It is Denver Sports Tonight. I am Cecil Lammy. We're going to pay the bills, as we say in the biz. Be back with more of your fantasy questions and why you shouldn't draft this one Denver Bronco. I'll tell you who and why next. It's Denver Sports Tonight on Denver Sports Station. 104.3 The Fan. Cecil Lammy talking fantasy football with you like we do. Lines are full. Steven, Jerry, Perry, Tony, Devin, and Tony. 
Sounds like a rock and roll group. <laughs> uh, when someone drops off, that's your cue to call 303-713-1043. Just as a quick reminder, was it Andy that had David Njoku? Is that right? Yeah. Um, I have him as my number 13 tight end this week. So uh, there you have it. You get Dalton Schultz is ahead of him. Uh, who might be out there again? I'm not, you know, some deeper leagues and stuff. Um, and speaking of Jawan Johnson, we had a lot of tight end talk tonight. Why Travis Kelsey is banged up? Uh, Jawan Johnson has have the number twenty tight end uh, this week as the Saints face the Titans. So back to the phone lines. You got a fantasy question? You want me to rate your team? Three zero three seven one three one zero four three. When someone drops off, that's your cue to call. Stephen has called in next on line five. Stephen, good evening. Welcome to the show. How's it going, Stephen? Just another day in paradise, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. That's the way we do it, buddy. A uh, couple things. Well, one, I don't need you to grade the whole team, but I don't like the uh, – it ranked me 11 right after the draft, and I think my team is stacked. But okay. really, running back uh, and tight end were my two questions, if you got to say. Okay, let's do it. Uh, so I've heard some of it. Uh, I do have Laporta for tight end. Nice. I just think the upside there and Goff's reliance on tight ends is pretty big. But I also have Cole Komet. And I was leaning towards Laporta, but wanted your thoughts there. Yeah, especially because you're going, okay, rookie, but you know Komet. And if they have Justin Fields making advances as a passer, and I have current and former teammates that have told me Justin Fields is getting it. If you want kind of the Tommy Boy guarantee on a box, that's Komet. Uh, they're close enough in my rankings this week. Laporta at 15, Komet at 17. That's a coin flip call. Projections-wise, we're talking about like half a point. If you want to feel better because it's a veteran, you go with Komet. If you need that upside, let's say you know your opponent and you're facing like the greatest team in your league, then probably go with Laporta because then you'll have more upside there. If you want the safe guarantee, that is Komet. I do have Laporta above Komet, but just barely, like I said, half a point projections-wise. Awesome. Perfect. Well, good. I'm going to go Laporta, I think. And then I have running back Dalvin Cook set, uh, but I'm wondering for my backup, should I do Swift? I have Swift and Penny trying to handcuff the running backs in Philly. Yeah. One you lean towards there. Yeah. Um, right now, that's kind of a situation I'd rather wait and see, honestly, um, with that situation because it's like, well, they're going to use them all. They're going to collect them all. Um, so which one comes out on top? I guess it would be Swift for now. But again, speaking of close in projections, it's like, okay, Swift, Penny, Penny, Swift. I'd go Swift above Penny, but again, that one's super close for me. Yeah, coin toss. Yep. Cool. Uh, thank you. Appreciate it. All right. What do you think of OBJ? Uh, I like Zay Flowers better. All right. Good to know. There you go. Steven chiming in line five. I love Zay Flowers. I love to saw him at the Shrine game. Thanks to Eric Galco for getting him from Boston College. Eric Galco, uh, tremendous, amazing, one of my dear friends. He runs the Shrine game now. I've known him since he was 18 and uh, does a fantastic job. He got a first-rounder at that game, dude. Like, Zay Flowers can play. And OBJ, like, yeah, whatever. And Todd Munkin will have Lamar Jackson better. Lamar Jackson's a better passer than people give him credit for. But Zay Flowers is the truth. OBJ will get hurt. Rashad Bateman's always hurt. Mandrews is Mandrews, but Zay Flowers is the stud there. So, everyone, uh, I guess there's your fantasy tip. Line six, it's Jerry. What's up, Jerry? How's it going, man? Thanks for calling the show. Jerry, are you there? Oh, man, I think Jerry even said he was next. (laughs) It's like, hey, I'm next. (laughs) Jerry, we'll get back to you. We'll make a trip back around the dial. Perry. 
is on line one. Perry, good e- good evening. Welcome to the show. What's up, Perry? Uh, I think it, it, if I'm on, it's Patrick, not Perry. <laughs> oh, Patrick, Patrick, Patrick. Hi, Patrick. Hey, how's it going? They still punching. How you doing, man? I'm great. I'm having a good time. Fantastic. So I Kelsey. <laughs> yeah. I went, I went Kelsey in the first round. Okay. And I actually got lucky and came back around in the second round and got Bijan Robinson. So I'm stoked about that. Yes, you second should be. Round. But top, now top I got five no fantasy Kelsey, back. But I took a flyer on Oquanko with the uh, with my last pick in the draft. Oh, I love him. I absolutely love him. I can't mm-hmm. believe he lasted that long. Chigi Oquanko, Chigozame Oquanko, who I saw at the Senior Bowl, he's my number five tight end this week. The only tight ends that are better are Darren Waller, TJ Hawkinson, Mandrews, and George Kittle. That's it. That's a pretty good list. So Chigi Oconquo, you got him last. He's number one in your hearts. And you're without Kelsey, you're fine, baby. You got a top five tight end. Chigi, Chigi Oconquo, make it happen. Yeah. Hey, I got a quick question for you. Um, I got Robinson and I got James Connors, my two running backs. I'll let you peruse the team for a second. Yeah. Debo Samuel, Devontae Smith, Calvin Ridley. Okay. My wide receivers. No, I like that a lot. And again, I'm high on Ridley. Now, some people aren't on Jacksonville. I have no idea why. Like, Jacksonville is here to stay with Trevor Lawrence, who's getting better. And Calvin Ridley's perfect for what that team needs to do. Good. I mean, I got Brandon Cooks and Jahan Dotson, backup wide receivers. Dotson is, EB's, back. uh, Dotson is EB's version of Tyreek Hill. I've said it before. Okay. I don't want you to get, to get you too excited, Patrick. But, like, if if you look, and Terry McLaurin's a little bit banged up, but if you look at what Eric Bieniemy wants to do with that team, the player, and I love Jahan Dotson. I remember talking to K.J. Hamler about him because Hamler taught Dotson a lot of the tricks that he knows. And Dotson last year, he's a speed guy, take the top off the defense guy. What do you have, like seven touchdowns last year? He wasn't a red zone guy like that, but he was in the NFL. So if you were to say Eric Bieniemy, who wants a head coaching gig, Alphalo get one. Eric Bieniemy's guy to be the Tyree kill of the Commanders is none other than Jahan Dotson. I love him, absolutely love him. Great job. I got to get to other people. Patrick, I appreciate you. Got a bunch of phone calls. Three zero three seven one three one zero four three. Tony is up next on line two. Tony, good evening. Welcome to the show. How's it going, Tony? I'm doing great. See, thanks for having me, dude. Yeah, man. Hey, uh. You're, uh, you said Kincaid was the way to go. I got him and I got uh, Higby, and okay. I'm just not sure on week one if I should start the rookie or not. Yeah, and here's the thing. What's funny is about week one, who is the toughest week to project because we just don't know. It's Higby right. for me. It's Higby, and especially we're talking no Cooper Cup. You're saying, okay, a little more Van Jefferson. Puka Nakua, sleeper of the week. Puka Nakua, rookie wide receiver there, little Rams. But it's going to be a lot of Higby. You don't have a lot of Cup. Obviously, Cup not going to play. Like You're going to go a lot of Higby. A lot of Ann Jefferson there. It's Higby over Kincaid. Love that you got Kincaid. Love him. But you're clearly going Higby this week. I'll take that. Thanks. And uh, real quick, uh, Jamal Williams with New Orleans now. Dude had like 16 or 17 touchdowns yeah, 17, last yeah, year. Yeah, Jamal's a personal friend of mine, so I'm a little bit biased. I don't think he's going to score 17 touchdowns this year. But if he scored 10, especially while Alvin Kamara's out, I got him as a flex play this week. So uh, start Jamal. Uh, especially if it's like a touchdown-only league. And then I got Daniel Jones and Kirk Cousins, man. Two khaki pants, man. Where, yeah. where am I doing? Somewhere Mike <laughs> Evans is crushing a buffet, and he's smiling because you just said that. Um, <laughs> honestly, Daniel Jones can do more. Like we he killed just him last year, so that's why I got him. Yeah, so. we, we see this. It's a big game. It's Sunday night against the – how about them Cowboys? Like, I'm going Daniel Jones, dude. 
Uh, dude, you confirmed it. I appreciate your time, Cecil. Thank you, sir. Boom! There's Tony calling in, 303-713-1043. Devin is on line three. Devin, good evening. Hey, how's it going, fellas? What's up, man? How you doing? You got a fancy question tonight, Devin? Yeah, I just got a sit-start question for you. So I've got uh, Javante Williams and Samaje Piran. Just kind of curious what I should do week one out of the gate. Okay, Javante to me is an RB2. Now he does have upside against the Raiders, and this Broncos team is going to run the heck out of the ball. Here's the thing with Samaje. Keep Samaje. He's a nice handcuff for you in case Javante gets a little bit banged up. But Javante's back, and he's about 85% in my opinion. But Jaleel McLaughlin's going to play probably 20% of the snaps, maybe 25% of the snaps. Jaleel McLaughlin, if he's out there, I'm telling everybody, pick him up, get him on the waiver wire. That's kind of my crystal ball for the waiver wire. Come Sunday night. Everyone, and I mean everyone, is going to be talking about Jaleel McLaughlin. So Javante's good. He's an RB2. There's nothing wrong with Javante. But Jaleel McLaughlin, that rookie, undrafted, Youngstown State, huge playmaker for this Broncos team. That's the explosion in the backfield. So get Javante, plug him in, RB2. Jaleel McLaughlin, sleeper. So make sure he's on your team. You can keep Samaje, or you can even dump Samaje for Jaleel McLaughlin, in my opinion. Okay, cool, man. Well, hey, I appreciate the uh, intel there. Appreciate it, guys. Y'all have a good night. All right, there we go. Devin calling in, 303-713-1043. Back to the phone lines. Looks like we've got Tony on line four. Tony, good evening. Welcome to the show. How's it going, Cecil? Go Broncos. Go Broncos. Thank you, Tony, for remembering that. Appreciate you. Uh, just wanted to see what you thought of this uh, lineup I'm starting this week. I've got Eckler over Rodgers. Okay. Barkley, uh, Ridley, Kirk. Ingram and Firemuth. I'm trying to figure out which one to start there. Harris, D-Hop, and Miami defense. And Miami defense. Okay, so you had Ingram, and who was your other tight end? Uh, uh, Pat Firemuth. Oh, Firemuth. Oh, get this. They're two spots apart in my rankings. <laughs> And my projections. So, okay, I will say this. You're going to start Calvin Ridley, is that correct? Correct. Okay. Um, if you want to split it up, because we know that Kenny Pickett is getting better. I'm not a huge Kenny Pickett guy. I think he's Derek Carr at the end of the day. Uh, but we know he's going to target Firemuth a lot because they're so close uh, in my projections. It's okay to go Firemuth. And because you already have a piece of that Jacksonville game with Calvin Ridley, you can feel safe putting Ingram on your bench and starting Fryermuth, but it is very close. And I've got Zay Flowers on the bench. Should I start him week one? Um, I'm probably the wrong guy to ask because I love Zay Flowers. Like, love him, love him, love him. Here's what you do. You don't start him. You beat your opponent, and you can point to and say, I beat you and I didn't even start Zay Flowers because everyone is going to be talking about Zay Flowers coming next Monday, coming next Tuesday. Everyone in the fantasy community is going to be like, oh, my cow, Zay Flowers, Jaleel McLaughlin. You're going to have Flowers on your bench and say, I'm so good, I can beat you with this stud on my bench. Sounds like a plan, Cecil. Thanks so much. Stay frosty. There we go. Tony. Tony Colley. How'd that go Broncos, man? We're 42 minutes into the show. And I'm going to lobby for more than an hour, by the way. This is very frustrating. Very frustrating. I love hearing from you guys and ladies. Love hearing from everyone out there in the fantasy community. Fantasy football talk has always been hot. 20 years I've been on air. It was a, a young Mark Schlereth and a young Cecil Lammy that in 2003 on 760 The Zone, I 
time. I was uh, working in a machine shop. Shout out SNH Products up in Arvada. And uh, I almost cut off <laughs> my fingers. Um, but anyway, so I would call in on my lunch break to Jim Rome. You just have to wait on hold a couple hours. I would call in to Irvin Joe. I would call in to Mark and Doc, David Diaz and Fonte, and Mark Schlereth on Drive Time Sports. And I remember Stink kept me on for half an hour as a caller, which you all know is rare. But we were talking about, I think I was talking about like Musa Smith. Like, let me tell you about Musa Smith. There's another Georgia back. No, Sean. Musa Smith. But anyway, I went home. I emailed the producer, who's Andy Lindahl. Shout out, Andy. I said, hey, I just want to talk football. Like, I was the guy that called in fantasy football. I've been playing for 10 years, whatever. And uh, the next Friday, I was on with Stink for an hour. And Friday after that, Friday after that, Friday after that. That's how it got started, because of fantasy flipping football. And I, I cannot stand this disrespect of fantasy football. We got to do more than an hour, baby. Come on. I got to lobby for this. What are we going to go? I got, I got some phone calls to make. But in the meantime, I've got four callers left. In the final segment, if I don't get to you, stay on hold. I will answer your phone call off the air because I appreciate everyone for calling in, man. This is fun. This is the way it's supposed to be. Sports talk radio is fun. And talking fantasy football is fun with you. We'll do more next. Denver Sports Station 1043 The Fan presents Denver Sports Tonight. Cecil Lammy talking fantasy football with you. Got about five minutes left in the show. So, Bill, Scott, and Connor, you have made it into the program. If you don't make it on air, I will stay after the show, and I'll talk to you on the phone like a real person. (laughs) Anyway, just appreciate everyone for calling in. We're talking fantasy football on Tuesdays. Once again, it's on. And we go to Bill on line five. Bill, good evening. Welcome to the show. How's it going, Bill? Thanks, Cecil. Save me. I will help you. I've got a Cooper Cup and George Kittle. Okay. Oh, boy. But I haven't heard anything about Kittle. Is he playing or is he out? They expect him to be ready. They expect that he'll be ready. Um, that uh, I wrote about this earlier. Footballguys.com is where I write the news every day. So the expectations as of today, Tuesday night, is that he will be ready. Friday is the big day, of course. But uh, I wrote right. about it earlier today. He is expected out there. Okay. So at least so you got that. If I that. could do a Noah Fant or a Gerald Everett for the Chargers, just stick with Kittle? Or I'd stick with Kittle. Kittle. Kittle's in my top five. As long as he's out there, he's a top five play. So keep him out there. If he doesn't play, I would prefer Fant in that situation. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> okay. So Cup, I moved to my flex, and I moved Mike Williams up to my starter. My options, you will be proud. I grabbed Jaleel McLaughlin. Love so it. I do have him. Love it. And then I've got uh, Godwin or, like, maybe a Marquise Brown. Yeah, Marquise Brown. I would trust the Godwin situation more than Marquise. I'm kind of waiting to see on Arizona. I did mention Trey McBride earlier, but that was just in a desperate situation where a guy's desperate yeah, yeah. for tight end. So, yeah, I'd go with Godwin over Marquise. And, and both those guys over Jaleel as my flex. Yeah, 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 for, for now. Yes, okay, yes, yes, okay. for sure. Jaleel's okay. Jill, right. the well, super I've sleeper. I've got him in the wings. Love it. <laughs> All right, buddy. Appreciate it. Uh, all right, Bill. Appreciate that phone call. Uh, back to the phone lines. Looks like we have Scott up next, line three. Scott, good evening. Welcome to the show. Thanks for calling in, man. A question for you. So I got Kelsey as my starter. I also have Oconquo. Who would you start? Yeah, and Kelsey's probably not going to play or at least would be banged up right now. And Chigi Oconquo, for me, is a tight end one. He's a top ten tight end, not only this week, but every single week. He's one of my favorite young tight ends in this league. 
Uh, and this week I have him at number five. Only four other tight ends are higher than Chiggy Okonkwu. Of course, Kelsey would be above him if he was healthy, but he's not healthy. Start Chiggy. You're going to be uh, you'll be good to go. Second question. So I got a bunch of players wrapped up in flex. Deontay Johnson, Jarek McKinnon, E. Ryan, Curtis Samuel, Gabe Davis, or Burks, Traylon Burks. Okay. You have Deontay? Two, two flex. You need two flex. Okay. Deontay's I, I there. Two flex. Okay. Deontay's there. And then who was after Deontay? I'm sorry. I didn't write it down. Jarek McKinnon. Okay. Jet McKinnon, I would take a chance on on Thursday night, that fast break Chiefs offense. And if the Lions can put up a fight, that's better for Jet McKinnon. Sounds good. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right. Appreciate that phone call. Wrapping up tonight's program, Connor on line one. Connor, you made it. We've got about a minute. How's it going, Connor? Doing excellent. Right on, Cecil. What uh, up, what up? question. Uh, Sky Moore or Raheem Mostert? Ooh, I love, 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 love Sky Moore. Like, absolutely love him. And, again, if, if Detroit can put up a fight, Sky Moore is the answer there. Um, but Mostert, here's the thing. Mostert's kind of the guy now with A-Chain there. I'm still going to go Sky Moore in that situation. I was thinking the same. All right. Uh, and with Bijan Robson, what's going to affect with Kyle Pitts and Tyler Algier? Uh, yeah, and that's the thing. And Cordell Patterson's probably going to play. Like, so you you have a depth of talent there. But Bijan Robinson is a top five fantasy starter for me every single week. So start him and love him. Right on. What, what do you think about Pitts, though? Pitts is good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Atlanta offense, I said it earlier in the show, if there's an offense I can invest in that people maybe are sleeping on a little bit, it's Atlanta. It's Drake London. It's Kyle Pitts. It's B. John Robinson. It's all those guys. Right on. Thanks, people. Appreciate it. All right. We did it. We did it, you guys. <laughs> We're totally heroes. And I got 20 seconds left. What am I going to say? <laughs> I want to thank my man, KJ. Going to thank you all. God bless you all. I love talking about fantasy football. I dig the fact that so many of you enjoy it. And thank you. Thank you all from the bottom of my heart. It's a great thing to uh, talk football every day. Stay tuned. Stay frosty, everybody.